The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. We're going to have some fun today. It's Friday. We should have some fun. Especially since this weekend is uh, pretty important for K-State football. And hoping on Monday, a big announcement is made by one Antoine Davis. Come to the Cats. Would that be Monday MD? Yes. Okay. Capital M, capital Capital D. D. But to me, that all said KSU. Welcome to the game, Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, Sage Williams, it's us three. But soon we'll be joined by Big Steve and also uh, Sloan from 101.5 K-Rock will be playing a little Ask Us, I'm sorry, Do They Know It, uh, is what we're going to play at 425. Ask Us Anything coming up at about 525 as uh, I'll be leaving early for KSA Baseball, which is a good reminder tonight here on K-Man, but I also suggest going out to Toyton Family Stadium, bringing a radio with and uh, putting some headphones on listen to the gang call the game matt walters on the i believe it's matt walters on the call isn't it yep and uh hosting the kansas jayhawks for three at toyton family stadium matt and tatman tonight so tonight's first pitch is 602 and uh, guess who's throwing out the first pitch there's actually going to be two ceremonial first pitches tonight one is going to be by former kansas governor and k-state graduate john carlin Okay, good. That's the, a that's a uh, that's a deep cut. And the other, which I believe there is a recruit in town, Layden Blocker, who's, who is a four star for the class of twenty twenty three. K State men's basketball coach Jerome Tang will be showing off his baseball skills. He will be throwing out a ceremonial first pitch tonight as well. No pressure. No, not at all. I'm sure the place is already going to be packed. Hopefully, not going to rain, right, Sage? No rain. Not. Really? No, it shouldn't, at least tonight. It might tomorrow in the morning. All right, so get out there to Twinton Family Stadium. Watch Jerome Tang throw a strike and watch the Cats take down the Jayhawks, who are last place in the Big 12. K-State is second to last Mm -hmm. with a game lead. So this is a very important series when it comes to sneaking in on the bottom half of the Big 12 standings and making it to the Big 12 tournament, which is in Arlington, Texas, I believe, this year, It is, yeah, the uh, new stadium of the Rangers. The uh, giant propane barbecue grill. The giant Morton building. Should be named after Hank Hill. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Good grief, that thing is ugly. Now, you know what? I was there back in September. I didn't think it was too bad. Just from the outside uh, and from ground view, looked like a nice stadium. Bird's eye view, yes, it does look like a barbecue grill. But I like to grill. I like barbecue. Well, okay, but... For a stadium, that is not a good look. Now, speaking of barbecue, here's this as well. It was last week. Skylar Thompson, Russ East were drafted, and we saw names like, uh, of course, Ben Adler, Josh Rivas, among others. Uh, Boo Massey found some spots as undrafted free agents on NFL teams or NFL uh, you know, opportunities to work their way on an NFL roster. Mm-hmm. And then you start seeing the mini camps filling up with those uh, for the rookie mini camps, but uh, we've been we've been waiting to see would 
would Reggie Stubblefield find a place? Would he find a home? And days went on, and we hadn't heard anything about it, nothing on Twitter. And then Reggie Stubblefield himself, on his personal Instagram account, would tell us that uh, work continues on because he has found a spot as a rookie for a minicamp. And ladies and gentlemen, Reggie Stubblefield is currently with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now again, rookie minicamp, and this is, I mean, to me, to me it's one of those situations like, hey, local kid, still hasn't been picked up, let's bring mm-hmm. him in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he is definitely, he's got his workout out for him. But at least he gets this opportunity. The sauce boss is in the capital city of barbecue. You get the best barbecue in Kansas City, and now the Kansas City Chiefs have the sauce boss. So good luck to Reggie Stubblefield. Listen, I'm more I'm happier for Reggie than I am the Chiefs. The Chiefs got themselves a dark horse. But Reggie Stubblefield, he has his opportunity. I love seeing that. Fell in love with the guy just one season mm-hmm. with the Wildcats. So now speaking of football, you know, football recruiting maybe has uh, gone quiet because of myself. Uh, when I say that, is they're, they're still still doing their thing, but they don't get as talked about as much here on the show because, you know, men's basketball recruiting and the roster has to be built from basically from scratch, has to be built in a month's time or in multiple months' time. But this is kind of crunch time now with the transfer portal. May first rolls around, guys aren't jumping in as much anymore because well they want to be able to transfer and not use lose a year of time. And so that May 1st deadline rolled around, and Coach Tang was waiting for those guys certainly to jump in the portal that those teams didn't want to lose. And now Antoine Davis came up. We've been talking about him for weeks. He still hasn't committed, but he is going to be committing on Monday to one of five schools, K-State, BYU, Maryland, Georgetown, or maybe going back home to Detroit Mercy. But meanwhile, K-State has also picked up a handful of guys. Half the roster is now built with still a lot of work to go. But maybe we haven't been fair enough to Coach Kleiman and K-State football because they're still continuing to fill some spots, and it's much-needed spots for depth. Defense, we know there's definitely some need. Linebacker, secondary, not only a safety, but cornerback. You'd love to see another cornerback be added. Still need a backup running back for Mm -hmm. Deuce Vaughn, which, don't get me wrong, there's some guys that have potential on the roster, but with no experience whatsoever – so you want to add a guy with experience. And also, you would love one more wide receiver. Definitely need one more guy that does have experience that would you, you would no doubt expect to be in the lineup. And so with that being said, this weekend has turned into a pretty big weekend for K-State football mm-hmm. because they have an opportunity with four guys visiting to fill some much-needed spots with guys that could be an immediate impact so let me run down this list for you. Three of these guys I really like. One of them, I'm like lukewarm on. So here's the breakdown. My top guy, Anthony Frias. He is a 5'10 running back, 205 pounds from Turlock, California. He spent one year at Modesto Junior College. In that one year, 11 games, 169 carries, 851 yards, 17 touchdowns, So he ran for about 77 yards a game and five yards a carry. And by the way, his team last year, eight wins, and a team that ran for 230 yards a game. So not only was this team good, 
They love to run the football, and he was the leading rusher on that team, a team that loved to run the football. So if you ask me, is this a good candidate to back up Deuce Vaughn? Uh, yeah. This would be a great guy to come in with only one year under his belt, who's definitely did a great job at the JUCO level for one year, to come into K-State. This would be a great replacement for Joe Irvin, in my opinion. Very tough runner. I watched a little bit of film on him today. Of course, a little bit bigger than Deuce Vaughn in weight and in just height. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger, but he's not afraid to take a hit. More of that power back and uh, has a little speed to him as well. So absolutely, would I love Anthony Frias to be the backup to Deuce Vaughn. I think this is the guy K-State has been waiting for. They have him coming to Manhattan. This would be a great addition to the roster and I hope it works out. What, by the way, two of the four, I believe, are already here. I don't know who that is, but I'll continue on with the names. How about at linebacker? Gavin Forsha. This is another guy I'm a fan of. This would be a great addition to the depth. Because like Frias, one year done, and he, he made an instant impact at Tyler Junior College down in Texas. He's a kid from Nashville, Tennessee. Good size to him, 6'3", 215. And he played 11 games himself with 41 tackles. Now, he didn't, like, there was more rotation at the linebacker position for Tyler Junior College, but he also had in his time 12 and a half tackles for loss, 10 and a half sacks, and that was fifth in the country at the Juco level. He had seven sacks in one game. Mm-hmm. Seven sacks in one game. Did you check this guy out? I have not. Well, uh, he's, uh, he's pretty impressive. So, yeah, that would be a nice addition as well. Now, we mentioned Reggie Stubblefield just a few minutes ago. From Prairie View A&M, the former home of one sauce boss, Drake Cheatham. Which, by the way, the kid plays safety. He's 5'10", a buck 85, from Mesquite, Texas. The kid's got a lot in common with Reggie Stubblefield. Sounds familiar. Now, yeah. on the field, you know, three seasons, he has nine interceptions, which, by the way, I didn't go to Twitter to look up these stats. I found him on the Prairie View AM website and also on ESPN. So I feel like it's reliable. He's had nine interceptions, 36 tackles in his career. Doesn't seem like a high number. I couldn't find how many games he has started, couldn't really determine how much playing time he's truly had. But he also has a couple of touchdowns under his belt as well. He can he can play special teams. He can mm-hmm. return kicks, which is really cool to see. He's got a pick six. So another athlete you could add to the secondary, which would add to the, some depth as well. So I'm impressed. I'm really impressed with the three that K-State found to fill some spots as we're now in the month of May. And it's good timing as well. Really good timing. I mean, we're talking about sauce boss timing. Mm -hmm. You know, we found the hidden gem in Reggie Stubblefield, which that story was weird in itself. (laughs) But guess what? It worked out. Right. It worked out. So, like, fingers crossed, right? I'm hoping, do we just stumble upon four hidden gems that maybe have that Reggie Stubblefield mentality and want to prove themselves at the next level with this great opportunity? Now, Reggie only had the one year of eligibility, these guys I'm mentioning all have at least two remaining. Three if you're the JUCO guys. Now, the one guy I'm lukewarm on is Jaden Jackson. He's a wide receiver. 
Now, if K-State were to add him, if he were to come to K-State, this is very similar to like a Cade Warner edition. So Cade Warner, I mean, at Nebraska, I mean, he played but didn't really play. Like he had some opportunities, didn't by any means have flashy numbers, very limited in catches. And that's the... That's the summary for Jaden Jackson in his career, Ole Miss. So he would be an SEC transfer. He's a former three-star kid. When he was recruited, 11 Power 5 offers. He, I mean, he spent three years with the Rebels and didn't play very much. I mean, I'm honestly shocked he didn't leave earlier. Maybe after two years he didn't leave earlier. He even sat out a year. He didn't play 2020 season. But he's played eight career games. So another way to look at it, just eight games – in three seasons. Only 15 catches in his entire career with 171 yards and one touchdown. And that touchdown was against the Alabama Crimson Tide. But in garbage time, 28-yard touchdown in 2019. So I guess you can kind of see why I would be a little bit lukewarm on him. Of course, there's potential. And you saw what Coach Kleiman with uh, Cade Warner. Yes, Cade Warner had less than 200 yards receiving, but, but, I mean, every catch he had, impressive catches, great routes, nice finds by the quarterbacks. If you could just add a guy, I mean, you would want major production. But also keeping this in mind, you know, Malik Knowles and Phillip Brooks, to me, with the changes we're going to see with the offense, they're going to be hitting the reset button in a way. Mm-hmm. And we saw glimpses of that in the bowl game. Both gentlemen coming up with amazing catches, couple of years of eligibility remaining. This is the reset button for Malik Knowles and Phillip Brooks. Very excited about those guys. And again, a couple of years of eligibility remaining. Like we still got it, hopefully, fingers crossed, a couple of years with those two guys still in tow. But you would hope Cade Warner also takes a step forward. Okay, he had 150, 160. I don't remember how many receiving yards he had, but take the next jump. Can you get to 250 or 300. If he can make that kind of jump, right? and maybe if Jaden Jackson, who has a couple of years of eligibility remaining, maybe fills that third-string wide receiver spot, yeah, that'd be a big help as well. But a big weekend for K-State football recruiting. Not listed um, is a cornerback, which is another need for K-State, I would say, out of the four I mentioned. If, you're, if there was a fifth position in no particular order, cornerback would be that position. The Cats have been looking at a kid who did get offered recently. I forget his name. I'm sorry, but he had been offered recently by Florida State. He's a really good corner. Um, He canceled a trip to West Virginia to go take a visit to Tallahassee. So the the Cats are on the radar, but it's going to be a tough get. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, let's play a little game. Do They Know It? Hosted by Big Steve next. Didn't get to play yesterday because Big Steve had a concert to run, Sound for. Yes. And I saw some um, uh, Snapchat videos of it, and uh, I was wondering, like, you know, the sound sounds a little bit off. It's because <laughs> for the headliner, they have their own guy. Oh. I'm the oh. house sound guy. So you, like, step in when the act is over, you just pipe in some 
so typically music. typically how that goes is i mix the opening band typically every once in a while i get to mix because they both. can't afford one right right yeah because they're new and still up and coming every once in a while i get to mix both uh, i think the one coming up they just hired their own sound guy so it's gonna be a lot of fun so you didn't get to run the sound for tech nine no they had their own i figured guy okay and at the end of the night he clears the place by playing christopher cross Whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy on Seacross. Tech Nine, nine please. No, no, no. He does since he's in charge of the house audio. That's how you clear the bar out. Well, we are about to play Do They Know It. Now, no David G today, so we have a substitute. Welcome from 101.5 K-Rock Sloan on the job. Thank you. Ooh, wow. He is, Ooh, wow. Uh, he's going to be teaming up with Troy, and I will be with Sage today. Mm-hmm. So, Big Steve, do you want to take over? Sure. They know sports, they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do They They Know It? All right, so before we get started today, I obviously need your team name. So Mitch and Sage, what's your guys' team name today? We are the average folks with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're cool. Oh, boy. That's great. All right, Troy (laughs) Sloan, what's your guys'? I forgot already. You already <laughs> forgot. That's great. Smart, Troy, smart Troy, you want to do it? Yeah, it was smart people. Okay. Smart people. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to Do They Know It? We're game number 15. We have an interesting twist today, which I'm a little sad that Dave G could not be here because I feel like he would have loved this. So He'd just argue that it was rigged. Yeah, probably. So normally, <laughs> how the game works is you tell me an option out of music, movies, or TV. I play the sound and you have to guess. Today's twist is the opposing team will pick your soundbite today. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Sounds rigged. Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> anyway, so we have three categories, as I just mentioned. Two options a category to choose from. Unlimited steals today, and this should be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to try this out. So we're going to flip a coin, and because we have a guest on today, Troy and Sloan, it's your coin flip call. So what are you going with? Oh, what the heck? Let's buck trends. Heads. Going heads, and it is tails. Oh, that's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. All right. I think we should it's give already them, rigged. I think we should give them a song. You th- oh, that's what I was thinking, Well, hold on. Actually. That yeah. means you guys are going first, so they picked Oh, they picked ours. Okay, I see. All right, so Troy Sloan, what are you picking for these guys? TVA. TVA. Mm, Here okay. we go. About a week before we all got on the plane, got to talking to this man in a bar in Sydney. He was an American, too. Doctor, I've been on some benders in my time, but this guy, he's going for an all-time record. Okay, I think I know the show. I th- oh, I, I I think I have it. I think Go I have it. it. Okay. Yeah. Is that Lost? Okay, yeah. All right. It and is the character Sawyer. That is. Nice. nice. I watched it all the way through one time Same. back in... 2010. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. I watched it back in, I think, 2018. It so. was the accent. That that show was a travesty. The ending? Well, yes. I thought it was a great start. You know, I, I, I wanted to slap J.J. Abrams like he was... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, well, you're not the only one in yeah. the world of entertainment that would like to do that to J.J. Yeah. Abrams, I know. But uh, yeah, my my former boss was the same way. Loved it at the start yeah. and yeah. was so, so it hacked off. It really went weird yeah. in the last couple seasons. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so now it's Troy and Sloan's move. So Mitch and Sage, what option are you giving them? Oh, we're giving them a song. Let's go song B. Yeah. Song B, here it is. I've been waiting on the sunset, bills on my mindset. I can't deny they're getting high, higher than my income. Incomes, breadcrumbs. I've been trying to survive. So what do we have to do here? So for this one, I need the song title and the artist. Okay, the artist is Andy Grammer. Oh, Wow. Um, How about that? I underestimated uh, Sloan. Yeah. He's a music buff, man. You got to yeah. watch out. Um, actually, I loved this song when it came out. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he I want to say it's feeling good for the for the title, but I know that that's wrong. Would you like to confirm <laughs> with your teammate? I'm not helpful here on this yeah, one. I, so Troy's looking at me like, I don't know what this guy is. You know, th- this is what happens when you do a do two decades of, of <laughs> news talk radio. Right, yeah. <laughs> kind of blanks all the songs out of your memory. Good, it's like, good, hold yeah. on, what songs yeah, have they, I ever heard yeah, in my they, life? They, the new stuff has to be heard on a PA somewhere. Ooh. And an arena. All right. I don't. I can't remember the name of the title. You're giving it up? So, yeah. All right, you guys want to steal. Sage will have to. Take yeah, this one. It's uh, keep your head up. Yeah. So there sorry. you go. Sorry. No, hey, I'm hey, sorry. Not much help on that I one. I know. Known, I should have known it. Yeah. All right. Three to one average yeah. folks. Yep. Here we go. All right. So we're back over to Mitch and Sage. So Sloan and Troy, what option are you giving them? You got both you know movies game. still left. Yeah. TVB and Music A left on the board. Let's throw Movie A at him. Movie A, you got it. Sir, it is the private studio to inform the senior drill instructor the private file has a full magazine. It is locked and loaded, sir. That's Full Metal Jacket. And I need the actor. I don't know the actor. I don't know. Um, I've seen this movie many, many times. But I couldn't tell you the actor. I'm gonna be quite real. You said that name. I have no idea. What this oh movie man, Full Metal is. Jacket. Oh, one of Oliver Stone's early. Yeah, I movies, do not know Stanley Kubrick. You're right. I'm yeah. thinking Stanley Kubrick. I'm thinking, Come on, man. Uh, Kubrick actually Kubrick. So. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Platoon. Yeah, you were thinking. My bad. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. They, there were a lot of them. Casualties of War. Right. Platoon. Yeah. So, do you guys yeah. know the actor? No, I do not know the actor. Uh, All right. So, so we'll pass it to forfeiting. Them. You guys want to steal for the actor? I, I can see the dude's face. I know. Th- I know that exactly. Here's a hint. He has not aged well at all. Oh man. <laughs> uh man. He was in Stranger Things. He was the he mayor was. in Stranger Things. That's yeah. true. Uh I. I know I he's he You're it, looking at him in your head but you just yeah, can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh is it's not Carrie Elwes, is it? Yeah. It Winona Ryder. No? No, nah. not <laughs> Being of not aged well. That man. is Matthew Modine. Oh, Matthew Modine. 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 My yes. bad. Modine. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I would never have so landed that one in a thousand tries. We are four to one right now. It's amazing. Okay, so now we're flipped back around. Troy and Sloan, your move. So Mitch and Sage. So I want to give them the other movie option. Let's give them movie B. All right, here's movie B. Yes, a very thick mask all the time. I am sorry, you are haunting. Your face is the stuff of nightmares. Come on, that's it's Deadpool. Yeah. And that's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, it's TJ. Yeah, yeah. So is it... What is his name? That's... I know who it is, and I see his face. What is the actor's name? Uh, This is an official answer. Is it Jason Lee? Is that right? Is that the name, though? It's... 
sounds right, but I can't picture. Like I, I see him, but I can't. Am see I what butchering his name the is. name though? I might be butchering the name. Oh man! Oh goodness! Five. Is it Jason Lee? Damn it. So can we steal? Can we, no, you can't steal back. But I will say, <laughs> I remember who it he is did now. shout the answer yeah, out after he got it wrong. It's oh, T.J. Miller. T.J. Oh, Miller. T.J. Yeah. Miller. Oh, he was. In, I was just was like in, uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh, he actually just he was like uh, he's been canceled though. Yeah, right. Oh, has yeah. he? Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know. Well, him. I, I I got it mixed up with like who you'd see in the yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Jason early. Lee, yeah, it does sound like him for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it does. As for canceled, I mean, he's why Silicon Valley got canceled. Yes, because yeah. of his actions yeah. on the set there. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yep, he was in cha- uh, the guy I was thinking of was in Chasing Amy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mall Rats. He's uh, Earl. Earl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. a quick look that. at the scoreboard. Yeah. We're sitting with average folks with a Z four to smart people's two right now. We have two more options left on the board. We have TVB and Music A left on the board. It's Mitch and Sage's move. So, Troy and Sloan, I need an option from you guys. Uh, let's give them Music A. All right, Music A. Never had much faith in love or miracles. Never want to put my heart on the body. Man, two 2010 songs? Right. Well, that's Bruno Mars, it, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's well. It, no, it's locked out of heaven. First is the title, so we get that point. Is it Bruno Mars? I think, I think it is. I think it's Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yeah. All right, we're six to two right <gasps> now. So nice this game try. has already been won. Give them the, uh, the last TV yep. one. Give them some courtesy points. We'll see what happens. Or else <laughs> yeah. we'll just steal them and make it a blowout. I, I told you, picking that name was going to jinx us. <laughs> All right. Here's the last TV option. Well, some of us were wondering if you could change that policy because we really want it. Oh, wow. Here. Dude, don't know. That's our curveball one in case. That, yeah, uh, huh? That right? wasn't blatantly obvious. Play it again. Okay, here's your one replay. Well, some of us were wondering if you could change that policy because we really want it. Oh, I'm just going to hazard a wild guess. Community. Oh, it sounds familiar. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't have a clue. Honestly, I feel like this show's right up Mitch's alley. Is it? Yes. Is it Parks and Rec? Uh, it is not. No, we're all just guessing. Um, a show that's right up my alley. At least I think it would be, based off just of policy. I really appreciate it. <laughs> House of Cards. <laughs> so that's Superstore. Oh, oh I've never man, s- I, really. I've so, never seen it. That, okay, you know, that's a shock. That. So Community that. wasn't all that far off. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, tone, if only yeah. you knew. Who's yeah. who's the character? Amy. Yeah. All Six right. to two. Here we go. We'll Six take another two. victory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That was a fun hey, twist, it though. Happens. That was a fun twist, though. Yeah, it was solid. So you it guys worked. basically, now you can say you handed them the win. Yeah, pretty much. And that much. is legitimate yeah. now. So. Well, it was all rigged. It was all thrown towards Sage's 
generation. So. Okay, just, totally just hold on, just to just to give myself an out <laughs> here. Perfect both Sage, substitute. Hold on, both Sage and Mitch almost spoiled today's show because both of them popped in on me while I was working on it. And I'm like, stop, do not come any further. Oh, I didn't hear it on my screens. I'm never playing audio. Heard, never heard any audio. Never saw any nope, words on not. any screens. Because I stopped you guys. I just came all the say, way in the hey, office. We're playing, right? Lodging a formal complaint with the game show network right now. <laughs> yes. Someone needs to remember there's a lock on that door. There is. <laughs> but that's rude. And then on top of that, people would go, wait, what are you doing in there that you have to have the door shut and locked on company Penny. time? Penny. <laughs> All right. Big Steve, thank you once again for putting together Do They Know It, hosted by Big Steve. But coming up next, number one song of the day. might surprise you if you're not familiar with this song, but this is Bob Seger. Yeah, great tune. 1987 called Shakedown. One week at number one. Seger, <laughs> songwriter, musician from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. And he turned 77 today. Birthday boy. A career that spanned six decades. He sold 75 million records worldwide. Go ahead, pump it up. We're getting there, Sage. A little more synthesizer than you normally expect yeah, for a yeah. Bob Seger, but given given the movie it's from. And he does not do this in concert, by the way. Really? Yeah, okay. Well, not only has he put out some great tunes himself, he's even a great songwriter for other people. He helped write the number one hit, Heartbreak Tonight by the yeah. Eagles, yep. which I did not know until today. Yeah. He is a part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as of 2004, and in 2012 into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He has uh, not been on tour since late 2019. That's when he wrapped up his farewell tour. But 18 studio albums, which between the first and last was 48 years. Dang. Oh, man, yeah. And 19 top 40 hits. This is his only number one. Uh-huh. From you, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yes, correct? you are correct. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Yes, so his music pre- prior to this did not reach number one. Even old-time rock and roll didn't make it out of the 20s on the Billboard Hot 100, which is a little bit shocking. Uh, but he did make this song for Beverly Beverly Hills Cop 2, starring Eddie Murphy in his role as Alex Foley. And um, so if you don't know what Beverly Hills Cop 2 is, whenever we bring up a song about a movie soundtrack, I'll give you the background. A hard news, Detroit Cop, which how about that? Detroit Kid doing a song for a yeah. movie about a Detroit Cop. Goes back to L.A. to help solve another case. This time, he must direct his efforts towards unraveling. 
the Alphabet Crimes, a series of robberies committed by leather-jacketed punks. The investigation puts him on the trail of an illegal arms dealer and his hit lady. 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll be honest with you. I've not seen the second. I've seen the original, the first one, many then times. You've seen the second. I've not seen the second. No, but you have. Have I? It's yeah, the same it's thing. It, it, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was well, the first. Hey, doesn't, or the second doesn't have Glenn Fry. Hey, no. let's put this one together and just let Eddie carry us. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we'll make Buku bang. Is but Judge Reinhold's in the second one, isn't he? Yes, he is. Okay. Well, so Glenn Fry, who I mentioned previously. Had a number two hit with The Heat Is On, which was the big hit song for Beverly Hills Cop 1. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to do this song. Oh, he was? He was supposed to wow. record Shakedown. The song was written for him to perform okay. so he could be in the second movie. However, a week before recording, he got laryngitis. <gasps> so they had to make a quick audible, and they went with Bob Seger. But Bob did not like the lyrics. So he basically rewrote all the verses, Ooh. but the chorus stayed the same. Okay. Wow. That, I did not know that. I'll give him credit for having uh, the leeway, giving him the leeway to do that, at least. The, the, the original song for Glenn Fry was basically a song about being undercover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what Bob Seger did, he just basically changed the lyrics to just be about yeah. Alex Foley. Okay. Axel. Or Axel Foley, I'm sorry. That works. Yeah. This yeah. song was nominated for an Oscar for Best Music Original Song. But lost both of those to anybody want to guess? Well, you guys seem seven. to be knowledgeable, so maybe have a guess. I, I, I want to. Uh, it's not when doves cry, is it? No. No. Because that was '85. That was the other time I thought it was a little earlier. Um, a foot. Uh, it's gotta be. I'm, it's gotta be Footloose, or it's gotta be uh, Danger Zone, or something I'm, like I'm, that. I'm gonna go with Under the Cherry Moon. Nope, you're both wrong. Carly Simon's Let the River Run, that was in Working Girl. Oh, jeez. What? Yeah. Once again, the Hey, Grammys easy, she's going nothing. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, this was the Oscars. They're even yeah. worse. They're even worse. Uh, when Seeger released his first Greatest Hits album in 94, which I'm sure we can all picture the cover, al- uh, the cover of the album, it's when Bob Seeger's on the uh, railroad tracks with the guitar. You don't you don't remember that? I, Man, I, I had Bob Seeger's albums. You can tell so who the Seeger fan buy, is here. In the... Well, I didn't need to buy the greatest hits because <laughs> I had all the albums already. <laughs> okay, you can tell who the older Seeger fan is and who the younger Seeger fan is. Oh, don't get me is. wrong. I mean, I can get down with some Hollywood Nights and her strut any day. I, of the week. I understand. I'm just pointing out. He has the albums. Yes. You have the greatest hits. I don't, actually, I don't have. So, uh, Aunt and Uncle of mine had greatest hits album. I remember them playing it all the time yeah. in these gatherings. So I just remember the album cover yeah. vividly. But when he released that album, it did not have Shakedown because he didn't feel like that was one of his best hits. Wasn't exactly a signature song, even right. though it reached the top yeah. of the list. Yeah. I would. I would love to hear Glenn Fry do this. Now that you say that, I. I mean, I totally hear that in this song now that mm-hmm. Glenn would have been great in that. So, I mean, we'll never hear it, but maybe his kid will redo it. Get on Twitter, Mitch. Make it happen. You know, I'll tell you what, Glenn Fry's The Heat Is On has one of the best saxophones in any song I can really think of other than maybe Careless Whisper. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But when it comes to just a killer saxophone part in a song, hit song, Heat Is On is up there. Okay. 
Okay. We'll just ignore Clarence from so, Springsteen. But uh, the okay. thing is, I'm not the right. biggest Springsteen that's fan. That's fine. No, that's fine. I mean, let, let's at least, let's go, let, let's it go with Clarence and Jackson Brown. You're a friend of mine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I don't like Springsteen either. So, <laughs> fair cop. Well, Sloan, appreciate you coming hey, in. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. I'm out. I gotta get to Toyton Family Stadium. I'm he, gonna let he Troy. He thinks he's working, watching baseball. I'm gonna yeah. let Troy, Sage, do their thing. I tell you what, I mean, if you want to stick around, you do your thing. If you want to be the new second fiddle, because Troy's going to take over. You talking to me? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's going to be some NIL talk. Somehow Uh, I knew. Sam Honeybuns is going to play. We're going to have it. We're going to get his movie preview here in just a few minutes. You ever seen Bill Bill Murray call sports for like the Cubs? That's what you would get. You'd get Harry Carey and Bill Murray. Who didn't love Bill Murray doing anything Cubs. Oh, that's From great. take me out to the ball game to calling a game. It was always money. Oh. All right, I'm out of here heading to Toynton Family Stadium. Troy and Sage take over next. We'll see you. Go Cats! The game continues on News Radio KMAN. Troy Coverdale in for the remainder of the evening as we get you set for K State baseball coming up at 5:30. We started this last week peering into what's taking place at the movies this weekend. Here's Sam Henney. I'm Sam Honey, taking a look at this week's coming attractions. Only one movie is coming out this weekend, and you can tell why, and that is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. Then, the nightmare begins. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. The latest entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe sees the titular Doctor Strange journey into the unknown with the help of mystical allies, both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is rated PG-13 with a runtime of 2 hours and 6 minutes. It currently has a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that will wrap up this weekend's movie preview. Listen in on Monday for the Micro Movie Minute of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with me, Sam Honey. It will be interesting to see not only what the finances look like after this weekend with this movie. I, I am really actually rather intrigued by the amount of attention that this movie has gotten just over the past couple of days and people who are itching for this one uh, in wanting to see what the next step in the MCU is. And so it will be interesting to see what the weekend looks like, and we'll get Sam's thoughts again on Monday here on The Game. Coming up in the next hour, I want to delve in a little bit to uh, discussing yesterday's meetings on Capitol Hill by SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and George Kalayakov of the PAC-12 meeting with legislators and discussing NIL as if they're going to accomplish anything that the NCAA couldn't have already done. That coming up in the next half hour as we're with you till 5.30 ahead of the Cats and the Jayhawks tonight on the Diamond here on News Radio KMAN. A check of the news headlines next. 